You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your superpowered mind. I am your host, Kristen Maxwell. And in this show, we explore the process of transformation and give you tools and strategies that you can use to transform your own life. Today, I am delighted to be talking to Christy Whitman about living in joyful expectancy. And Christy Whitman is a New York Times bestselling author of books, including The Art of Having It All, Quantum Success, and her most recent book, The Desire Factor. Christy is a channel for the council who are spiritual masters who are spreading the message of quantum energy mastery and helping others to remove the blocks and negative energy that hold them back. And Christy shares her energy or in her messages through her podcast, The Desire Factor, and has been featured in numerous new shows and publications. So she's got her message out there. I'm delighted to be getting to talk to her because her work is super interesting and frankly relevant to us all. So Christy, welcome to your superpowered mind. Thank you so much, Kristen. I'm so thrilled to be here. Yeah, it's really fun. So I want to start with my first question, which is what superpower did you uncover as the result of mastering your mind? Faith. As, as the council who I channel, they said that, you know, there's 12 superpowers that we have as human beings and having that understanding of faith and where to direct our faith is really what moves the other superpowers, such as strength and wisdom and love and, you know, working with universal laws. But faith is the first one that kicks it off. It starts it because where are we placing our focus on? Are we focusing on the faith of what we want or we focus on the faith of what we don't want? A lot of people right now are really, they have their faith that things are going to go bad or wrong. And we're the ones with our own free will and choice. We obviously have our own minds that we can master or be mastered by. And when we focus where we want our mind to be, what we want to focus on by through the faith portal, which is our third eye, a lot of people call that our intuition center. That's where we can then fully immerse with the greater part of who we are. That is amazing. And that is, it's so funny because when I was, you know, going through your book and, and your work, that's the part that I, I picked up on is that, oh, well, I was calling a joyful expectancy, but where, how do we live from a place of positive faith rather than like you were saying, oh my gosh, everything is going to go wrong. Right. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. Yes. It's a matter of controlling our mind. And I love that you have this podcast because how do we control our mind? We have to understand that we create from our consciousness and our consciousness is the words that we say. It's the thoughts that we think. It's the perspectives that we have or the expectations or even the beliefs. It's the emotions that we either feel or suppress and it's the actions that we take. And so when you think about the mind, I mean, the mind really produces the words, the thoughts, and even the perspectives and the beliefs. It's a big part. It's not all, but it's a big part of our consciousness. And if we're focused our faith on what we want, what we joyfully expect instead of regretfully expect, like if we're afraid what's going to be happening, 
when we're tuning our thoughts, when we know that we are not controlled by our thoughts, that we can choose our thoughts. And then you even have things that you can tell yourself, affirmations, um, you know, doing things like meditation, connecting with the essence, the energy that you want to bring into your whole entire energy field. There's a lot of different processes, taking your hand and imagining that you're cutting a cord to that thought that you just said that felt bad. I've been teaching for 20 years, the universal laws. And one of the laws that I talk about that I feel is the biggest law, it's not law of attraction. It's the law of sufficiency and abundance. And when we understand that most of us have been raised, mired in a place of lack, which always feels bad, we have the ability to flip into abundance, which always feels good and expanded. So anything that we're thinking that feels limited, feels separate by, feels like it's not enough, it's in lack and it feels bad. And then we continue to create more evidence of lack. Well, you just said a ton and I want to unpack it um, a bit more because I think this is right right there is the, the key to feeling peaceful and uh, in your life. But we're going to go to a quick break. Can you let people know where they can find you and your books and your work? Absolutely. They could go to christywhitman.com. You can go to watchyourwords.com or you can go to the Desire Podcast, the Desire Factor Podcast. Great. Hang on, everybody. We'll be right back. And we're going to talk about more, uh, more about how do you live in joyful expectancy. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. Welcome back, everyone. I'm talking to Christy Whitman. And so what I love, yes, my, my show is called Your Superpowered Mind. And Really, though, my my own journey and the one that I love to share with people is how do we get out of our mind and optimize our mind and involving our body, our emotions, our spirit so that we can live in peace? Well, yeah, we have to notice that we we are different parts. Like we don't just have a physical body. We also have our mind. We have our emotions. We have our energy body and our energy affects our mind and it, and our mind affects what we do create. So when we are choosing, like when we wake up in the, in the morning and we are immediately run by our mind, uh uh-oh, I don't have enough time. I didn't sleep enough. I didn't get enough sleep. Is the mind focused on what's bad and wrong, or is it focused on what you're grateful for, what you can appreciate, what the positive aspects are about your life? Because before we went to break, we were talking about how there is this universal law called the law of sufficiency and abundance. And it's like a spectrum. On one side, those thoughts of not enough, separation, anything that comes from drama, struggle, you know, really expecting the worst things to happen. Those are coming from the conditioned mind, the the divine part of us, the positive energy part of us, the creator part of us, it never goes to that, that aspect. And so that's why when we go there in our minds, we don't feel good because we're out of alignment. And as I wrote about in Quantum Success, one of my other books, it's really about creating quantum success is about aligning with the energy that you desire. 
we all desire something. That's what my latest book, The Desire Factor, is about, is that nothing gets created until there's a desire. And where do the desires come from? Where do the ideas even come from? They come from a higher mind. They come from a higher perspective that are given to us, and then we take hold of them in our minds. But what do we do with it? We either go, oh my gosh, I love that idea. That's a great, I desire that. I want that. Yes, I want to move in that direction. I want to feel that. I want to experience that. Or we go, who am I to do that? I'm too old. I'm too young. I don't know how to do that. Oh, too many other people are doing that. And it's our own conditioned mind that will either expand, allow us to expand or will constrict us. But the good thing about that is, again, all of us have free will and choice. If we just notice what the mind is telling us, we don't have to buy into it and necessarily believe it and know that we are the awareness beyond what the mind is thinking. And if we are in touch with the awareness, just even knowing the thoughts that we're thinking, we have then the ability to shift them and then create a different reality. Yes. And that is, you know, there's a, a lot that you're saying there. And so what I want to just, because I know that so many people, and I, I was so much this way too, was very, very anxious for decades, was I, would, I, I was like, I can't change the way my brain is. I try to, I try to change it, but I just can't. This is the way I am. And part of your message is this, Faith is a choice. Yes. And so what, what I hear you saying is the way we make the choice is by choosing what we're going to focus on again and again and again and again. Yes. Bringing it back to, wait, there I go again. I'm scared. That's not what I want. Okay. Where do I want to go with that? Well, whenever we are aware of a thought or we have something contrasting that shows up in our life or we're focused on the things that we don't want, I always say, ask yourself these three questions. What do I want? Because that immediately focuses the mind off of what you don't want to what you do want. I've been a coach for 20 years. And the minute I ask people, okay, what do you want? They go, well, I don't want to gain weight. I don't want to get a divorce. I don't want to do this. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't ask you what you don't want. We're so focused on what we don't want. We're defending against, resisting, pushing against what we don't want. We need to start focusing in a totally different direction. It's like driving in the car, realizing you're going down the road that you don't want to go. What do we do? We don't just keep going down the road. We turn the car around. We pivot. And so it's a matter of pivoting on what do you want? Thinking about what would you like? What would you like to be? What would you like to have? What would you like to experience? What would you like to, you know, what circumstances would you want? What do you want? And then the second question is, why do you want it? Because when we start focusing on the why, now we get out of totally the head. Yes, the head is involved. The mind is involved. But now we're starting to get into the energy field. We're starting to get totally embodied in ourselves and start working with the energy of even our emotions. When we start thinking about what we want and then why we want it, like if it's, I want to make more money, well, why would you want that? Because I want to feel secure. I want to be able to take the trips I want to make. I want to live in my dream house. I want to, there's a lot of different reasons. And a lot of times we're trained that if we want to feel a certain way, 
we have to go get. We got to get the guy. We got to make the pile of money. We got to go through the divorce. We got to get the bigger house. We got to have more, you know, whatever it is, money in the bank. We get to ha- t- we have to take that trip. We have to get that accomplishment. When I get that, then I will feel. And the truth is that that's the mind always telling us. the The mind is great because it it is you know it's one of our obviously superpowers to be able to be a human being. No, no other species has a mind like ours to be that creative. And at the same time, the mind focuses on what it has known. And if there is a gap between where you are and what you desire, the mind will go, oh, we don't have any information here. So warning, warning, there could be danger here. So the, the mind tells you all of the things that could possibly go wrong or all the ways that you possibly can't succeed or all the ways that, you know, the fill in the blank. And when we start to understand that we are connected to the very energy and essence, we have that accessible to us now, not when we get or have or be, what do we want? Why do we want it? That why do you want us starts getting us in the energy field of starting to feel it and then identifying what is that feeling that you really want? So what do you want? Why do you want it? And how do you want to feel? And just allowing yourself in this present moment to open up to the energy of success. You could just be asking, I want to feel successful now. And just opening and receiving that energy, imagining that you're being doused with a big waterfall of light of energy of success and filling your mind with thoughts, with energy of success, because it's energy that creates the thought forms under the mind, in the mind. And so when we start to feel that energy of success, then we're coming from that place of abundance. We're coming from one of the principles that I talk about in the desire factor, which is the principle of having. Because it's always when we're in lack that we, we feel that we're missing something or that we don't have something, we're lacking something. And that's when we feel that. Yes. So, and what I hear you saying, and this is such an interesting idea for people, you know, when I work with them just on a different level, but sort of in the same idea, is we've got this, I don't want to feel this, and I don't want to feel this. And then our brains and our minds and our beings don't know where to go. And it's almost, you have to say, okay, so let's create this picture. Let's create this emotion and this feeling so that your brain can then use this as a guide. You're not your brain, but your whole being can use this as a guide, sort of like a a guiding star for this is the feeling that we're wanting to get to. Yes. And it looks like that. Yeah. And it's very counterintuitive from what we've learned how to do, I would say. It absolutely is. I mean, 25 years ago, when I realized that, you know, I was accomplishing a lot of things in my life, but I was still not happy. And when I talked to a woman that looked at me and said, you create your own reality, something in me opened up and my mind then kicked in. Well, how, how do I create my own reality? And she said, by your thoughts, you're either attracting things to you or repelling things from you by the way you think. And that was a moment for me, like, what do you mean? My thoughts are my thoughts. I think what I think because they're true. And to start challenging those thoughts, to actually look and have a different perspective, look at what's wrong and bad instead of looking at what's right and good, instead of looking at all the things that I can judge and criticize, instead of looking at all the things I can be appreciative and grateful for, 
these small shifts make a huge difference. Even just in the words that we speak, I created a 30-day free program, love to give to your listeners. It's called Watch Your Words. You could go to watchyourwords.com. But there are phrases and words that we say in our language, whether I miss or should or try or don't. I mean, and it goes on and on. There's a list of 30 where those words, when we're communicating either silently to ourselves or even speaking those words out loud, those words pull our energy down and it creates the momentum that thought that sets up more thoughts and thoughts thought over and over and over again, create a belief. We see evidence of it and go, see, it's true. Now it's a solidified belief. We start see, we start feeling bad because this is true. Men don't like me, or I'm not supported by women, or I can't succeed, or I can't, you know, do whatever it is. And we see evidence of that. And then that becomes an imprint. It becomes where we get energy blocked within our bodies, within our mind. It, it literally is like having this beautiful water hose that can feed and fuel this garden, but there's all this gunk and junk in there because all of those thoughts and lack and limitation are not who we really are. They just been conditioned, learned responses and learn things, things that have been programmed, but it's like any computer to upgrade your program is to realize where are the viruses? Where are the, where are the things that don't work and that don't feel good and that we get to choose to upgrade our own system by choosing different thoughts, by choosing a different perspective. Yeah. It's choosing that different perspective, which is, I think, easier for people to start with. And then from that perspective, you can say, okay, these are the thoughts that are going to support that perspective. Otherwise, all you just see is what the evidence is that you've, I mean, it's so true that you only see evidence of what you've believed up to that point. You might see that, okay, yes, you actually have been loved by other, by men, but you just don't hold on to it. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, and so what, what do you do with people? Because there are times, you know, when life does feel there will, can be series of events that really do look and feel kind of wrong and bad. Exactly. Yes. So the first thing we have to do is we have to learn how to process our emotion. That's why emotional intelligence is so important because if we're feeling anxious, if we're feeling fearful, if we're feeling anger, if we try to just change our mind about it, the emotions are stronger even than the, than the connections and the energy that comes out of our thoughts and minds. So going into your belly, your belly is actually your emotional body. Normally, if something hits us, it's like, boom, in the belly, and then it whooshes all over our body. But most people counterintuitively, we, we want to self-protect. So something happens, something doesn't happen. Someone says something, someone doesn't say, you know, anything could happen. Your body could, you know, your back could go out, your hip could go, you could have a pain in your shoulder. You could get news of something. And a lot of times we want to just close our hearts down and constrict. That energy literally creates a constriction in our energy field and creates a vortex. And that vortex of energy, because energy can't be created or destroyed, it doesn't just sit there. It continues to move. And then it starts to create thoughts. And then it starts to draw to it other things that are like it. So for feeling, but not feeling, if we're, if we're collapsing in on the energy of disappointment or anger, 
that anger, that disappointment is now a set point that draws things to it. And when we learn how to master our energy, that's what emotions, thoughts, you know, feelings, all of that stuff is. When we are able to process out the emotions out of our body, it then makes it easier to go to the mind and change the perspective to look at, well, okay, what do I want? Why do I want it? How do I want to feel? And then start to cultivate that feeling and bringing in that energy of compassion. Most people have no connection with the energy of compassion. So many people right now are so easy to just judge other people, judge themselves, judge what's happening. You know, it would be really easy when I turned 51, I had a tooth crack, I had to get a tooth ejected, I pulled out my back, you know, other stuff happened. It would have been really easy to say, oh, I'm 51, look at everything's going to hell in a handbasket. But in all of those isolated incidents, I said, I am well, I am well. I went to acupuncture, I got massages, I am well. I brought in the energy of being well. I didn't let that isolated incident say, oh, now I've got a bad back. I've turned 51, now I've got a bad back. Because that's what we tell our bodies from our minds, our bodies listen to our minds. So mastering the fear, mastering the feelings of anxiety, the anger, the disappointment, all of those energies, and then feeling compassion, not sorry for ourselves, because it's a very different energy, but feeling compassion, and then knowing we can then choose, I want to feel success, I want to feel love or abundance or well-being, whatever it may be. We then can tell the mind, give our mind suggestions to focus on the faith. Talked about that's the power I feel, superpower we have is faith. I'm focused on my, I'm focused on the vision, the imagination. That's where our minds are so powerful. Seeing myself as well, seeing myself as succeeding, seeing myself, putting in that deliberate visualization of how I want my life to be instead of just by the default of what has been. Because the, the mind will not help us create something new unless we tell it to get put pictures in. It's like having a, a movie in a projector. The light is always coming through us. We're the projector. But what's the movie? Is it what you don't want? Is it a horror film? Or is it you know a, a rom-com? I mean, is it what is it that you're you're projecting with your mind onto the screen of your life because we're the ones that can change the film. Yes. I love this. And one of the things that I is really, I want people to make sure that they pick up on that you were talking about is you got to process that emotion first. Yes. If things are feeling, you know, you can't move into, okay, I'm going to create all of you know this vision and and move into this feeling that I'm wanting unless you address and process the emotions that are opposite. Otherwise, you're just sort of trying to. You're almost using, at least in my experience, you're trying to use your mind to overpower the rest of your body and spirit, and it's just not going to work. Right. I had a I had an old mentor that would say it's like putting whipped cream on poop. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, you know, it's underneath it. It's, it, you're still feeling bad. And when we feel bad, the mind, the thoughts and the emotions feed off of each other. And if you're not, if you're not processing the emotions and you try to just do affirmations and try to change the mindset, but you still are seething inside because you're angry or you're hurt or resentful or you're disappointed, that's, what's going to continue to attract. 
And no matter, we're going to work really, really hard on ourselves if we're trying to change the mind and try to visualize when every other part of us is saying, I'm terrified to move into that visualization. I, I'm I'm scared. I'm 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 focused on the fact that I'm gonna I'm always feeling disappointment, and that's just gonna be another disappointment. We we need to bring the whole totality of our consciousness and and the four bodies that we have. We have our mental body, our emotional body, our physical body, and then our energy body. And we are energy receivers, we are energy containers, and we're our energy transmitters. And we transmit out by our consciousness. We talked about that a little bit. Our consciousness is what we say, what we think, what we perceive, expect, believe, what we feel, and then what we do, the actions that we take, the behaviors, the habits. That's like signals that go out to the universe. And that's what then comes back to us by vibration. And it's always energy that creates the forms that we experience in our lives. That's the cool news is that if you don't like the situations and the relationships and the circumstances, if you don't like the things that feel contrasting in your life, well, you don't have to wait for the government. You don't have to wait for the pandemic to change. You don't have to wait for your boss to get promoted or get fired. You don't have to wait for anything else. It's all within ourselves in our own responsibility, the ability to respond and say, hey, that's something I don't enjoy. What would I want instead? How would that look like? What would that feel like? What do I have to let go of? What split energy do I have that I need to surrender so that I can be in alignment with what it is I want and then move in that direction? So that that you know, imagination, that thing you're visualizing, one day you're stepping into it and it becomes your reality. Yes. That's it's you you have this down so um obviously you live this this is yes. <laughs> what you do and it's so there's so much energy everything that you're putting in there and every little step like everybody go back and listen to this again <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot i know and, it's and, a lot take yeah. notes <laughs> yeah and it's 25 years of my experience of being able to get to a place where i literally had moments in time where i was walking into the visualization that i had been thinking and and generating over and over and i go oh, wow it formed itself this is now my reality and i can't tell you how many times that has happened where it's like i visualized i imagined this very thing it works because we know that everything is energy. We know that by science now. We know that from quantum physics, everything is energy. And what you put out, it comes back. Most people just aren't aware of what they're putting out. And that's my job is to help people get more aware of what is energy. How do you process it? How do you know if you have split energy? Because think about it, if you if you want to succeed, I see this all the time with clients. I want to succeed. I want to get this promotion, and they've got part of their their themselves that are like excited to move towards this new aspect, but they've have program parts of them that want to hold them back because if they might get there, then people will get mad at them, or people would take from them, or they would be seen, or there's a lot of other reasons why. So that there's parts of us from our past that wants to keep us held down, keep us in a comfort place, doesn't want us to succeed. So we've got this split energy. I used to have that on money until I realized I made a lot of money, but I was always in debt until I examined, oh my gosh, my mom always idolized people that had money. They were like, oh, they have buku bucks. You know, they, they were like on a pedestal. 
And the exact opposite, my mom, my dad would judge people. He'd criticize people. Oh, they're greedy and they're this. So for me growing up, I had split energy on one subject, which was money. So how did I do it? I made a lot, but I got rid of it so I could be loyal to both my parents. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. And I have so many clients too, who they're putting their, their work out into the world and they're like, here, look at, come, I can help you and come work with me. And, and then, but the energy in the background is no, 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 no. Don't buy. Yes. Don't because what if I can't help you or, you know, this fear of the judgment and it's, um, and it's funny. It's not funny, but we're, it's funny. The way it's funny. It's not funny. Ha ha. But it is funny when you think about human nature, how we go, we split ourselves. Yeah. We really I remember as, I remember as a kid, my mom, and at least having that awareness, my mom would tell me, now you better watch your weight. And then we would sit down for dinner. Why aren't you eating enough? Eat, eat, eat. And I'm like, you're confusing me. Do you want me to watch my weight or do you want me to eat? And those are, that was a message from the same woman that, that it splits our energy. Like, what am I supposed to do here? Yes. And it is. And when you start to look at it and recognize, and you sort of said it, it's okay. Okay. all right, I'm going to put myself out there. And at the same time, people are going to judge me. People are going to find out that I don't actually know what I'm talking about. And it's really getting in in touch and processing the energy of that while also being aware of, and this is what I want to create. And this is my bigger self. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. It's so interesting. It is. We are amazing human beings. And, you know, it's interesting to watch without judgment, without condemnation, without persecuting ourselves, you know, without becoming a victim, just to watch and go, gosh, huh, I'm curious about that. And it's interesting that I do that. And then allow yourself to have compassion for something that you're learning about yourself. And then knowing that you're empowered, you have the power to choose because Every single human being was given free will and choice. We always have choices in every single thing that we do. And it's not an assertion-based universe, although it feels like that sometimes. It's an attraction-based universe. And we are attracting and creating everything in our own reality. And when we start to practice this and, and really pay attention to the words, that's why I created Watch Your Words. When you pay attention to the words, I've seen amazing transformations with people when they shift from going, oh, well, I can't afford that, or I can't do that, or I can't stand it anymore, I can't take it anymore, and they change their language, everything changes for them. Yeah. It's really recognized, okay, well, I'm choosing not to do this. It's not that I can't, I could, but I'm choosing not to. Yes. And owning their power. And then all the stories that are come along with that. Exactly. Yeah. So fun. So can you remind people where they could, you know, learn more about you and your work and, and, and all that, you know, here? Absolutely. So I would definitely go to watch your words. It's plural watchyourwords.com. That'll get you into the program where you start learning about your words. You'll get to know me, my personality a little bit. You can always go to my main website, which is christywhitman.com. No matter what way you spell it, you'll get there, christywhitman.com. You can also go listen to the Desire Factor podcast. 
Great. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. And, you know, again, this is the other thing that I always call the listener's attention to feel your energy. Your energy is very much, I'm here. This is what I know. This is what I do. And this is where you go. And you can feel that. And this is sort of what we're all striving towards is to being in integrity. Not that you don't have stuff that I'm sure you're, you know, still working on, but oh, we all do. Yeah. Yeah. But of that of energy of look at here, go do this. This is going to work. I can help you. Life is always full of transitions and contrast will show up for every single person. But when you have tools and you have processes and you have the wherewithal to master your own mind and master your own energy, then the things that happen, you don't have any bad days anymore. You might have a moment that knocks you off, but then you come right back into alignment with joy and with freedom and abundance. And that's what I've been experiencing because 25 years ago, before I learned this and started learning this, I would have bad weeks and bad months and, you know, beat myself up and not feel good about myself. And, and my, what, I ref, what I created reflected what was going on inside of me. I always say your outer reality reflects your inner reality. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Christy, for being here today and doing this work. Thank you, Kristen. I appreciate what you're doing and your messages and all that you're doing to help people master their minds. It's a pleasure. Thank you. And listeners, I also appreciate you for being here and showing up for yourselves. And until next time, go out and remember you do hold the power to change and transform your world. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today. 